It's about six minutes after the hour, 77 degrees outside our KTTR studios, and we're back with Phelps Health. It's been about six months since we've had anybody in here talking about that. Uh, Paige Heitman is back with us, and Paige, really good to see you. How are you? Good. Yeah, it's really, really good to be back. I know it's been half a year. Half we a are year. so excited to be half back here. So and I'm. You have a lovely lady with you today. I do. Yes. So um, today on our Ask a Professional Radio Show, I have Sarah Wiggins, who is a certified cancer tumor registrar at the Phelps Health Delbert Day Cancer Institute. So welcome to our show today. Thank you so much. It's great to be here. Yeah. So you're a professional, as we were saying before we started today, and kind of before we get started you were telling me this super cool story about how you kind of became a certified tumor registrar because your degree is actually in education. So how did you even get into this field? So I went to Truman State University, mm -hmm. have an English degree, had begun my grad program in education, mm -hmm. and I got married right after graduating. <laughs> And that's how you decided. It, yeah, that's how I decided. <laughs> but no, so I moved to Rala and mm -hmm. was looking for a job. And someone happened to know me who knew this position was open and mm -hmm. said, Sarah, I just really think you'd be a great fit. And I kind of just slid into that job 14 years ago, almost 14 years. It'll be my 14-year anniversary in September at the hospital. So anyway, yeah, I um, was in student mode. It was a three-year training program. Um, and it's a really hard program, right? It is a hard program. And right now, actually, nowadays, it is, um, there's actually a degree in cancer registry. So, and there's also a certificate of education. So, but it's still a long training program. So mm -hmm. it's pretty intense. Um, but yes, I'm, I love it. I'm so happy to be in my job. So. Well, I think we're pretty happy to have you. We've had you for 14 years. That's amazing. So today, that's kind of what we're going to be talking about is the Delbert Day Cancer Institute. And we're going to dive into some specifics about the Cancer Center and how we not only work behind the scenes with patients to provide the best possible care, but kind of what those different aspects are. So as part of the Cancer Registry, can you tell us what it is that you kind of do at Phelps Health and what the Cancer Registry is? Because I don't think a lot of people have ever really heard of that before. Do you know what's funny? Because I didn't even know what it was. Mm -hmm. I had to actually Until you became one. what a Cancer Registry uh -huh. did. So every facility actually has Cancer Registry, and we collect, manage, and analyze data on cancer patients, and we maintain a lifetime follow-up for all cases in compliance with the standards of the American College of Surgeons Commission on Cancer. We do that because we're accredited by them. Our cancer um, center is one of the top cancer centers in the nation because we are certified mm -hmm. by this. In case anyone didn't know in that. In case anyone didn't know that, <laughs> had to slide that in. Mm -hmm. um, our data is reported annually to and used in comparison with the Missouri State Cancer Registry and the National Cancer Database for cancer case incidents and cancer survival data. So when you see those statistics out there, um, this percentage of women have breast cancer, that's where all of that data comes from, from people like me. Um, we use that data then um, to study treatment outcomes, evaluate patient care, and assist in administrative planning and cancer research. So whenever you say study treatment outcomes, does all of this data that you and like your teammates kind of help compile, does it help improve patient outcomes? Absolutely. So if they didn't have our data, they wouldn't know what, what mm -hmm. was working, what's not working. We also collect all of the clinical trial information as well and submit that data to the state and the national level. And kind of as a, a certified tumor registrar, you have to have certain credentials or educational requirements, right? You didn't just go through this three-year program and now you're good and done and you've been doing this for 14 years. Absolutely. We have major changes 
typically every few years. Mm -hmm. This last couple of years with the most drastic changes that I've experienced in my 14 years. So we obviously need to continue our training, continue our education. Mm -hmm. We're required to have all of those educational credits, excuse me, just like um, other nurses, physicians, other professionals. Um, so obviously we're always working to, um, to improve our education mm -hmm. in our field. And how has patient care improved through being part of the cancer registry and the Commission on Cancer, specifically for Phelps Health? So data from a can patient's cancer journey can provide valuable insights that can improve, that can help cancer specialists determine the most effective treatments for newly diagnosed patients and improve care for patients fighting cancer. Mm -hmm. um, we play an important role in capturing that data that impacts cancer research and treatment programs and specifically for Phelps Health. We actually are involved in our quality control of the cancer registry data and also um, quality improvement um, research projects. Mm -hmm. For example, we'll look at data and see um, from 2018 compared to 2019, um, what has changed? Have we improved in our um, t waiting times for patients? Have we improved in ensuring that we are doing um, everything that is required by the, you know, in each area of the cancer mm -hmm. treatment? So can patients elect not to be part of this data or are all patients included as part of the data that you compile? All patients are included. Yes, it's actually mandated nationally. So. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. That's very interesting. So why, and you kind of mentioned this before, why is having a cancer tumor registry so important to overall cancer care at the DD site, DDCI? Because, you know, we are a rural healthcare center or system, and it's really important for patients who are seeking care here, but why is it so important? So a couple of things that I think of right off the top mm -hmm. of my head. Number one, we are able to compare our data with that of um, large cancer centers mm -hmm. and ensure that we are we are at the top of our game. Mm -hmm. So we're meeting all of the benchmarks that other large facilities are meeting. We are doing the same treatments that all of those other facilities yeah. are doing. So ones out of big cities. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So um, patients that come here are getting top care. They are getting the same care that they would get at all of those top places. So, um, yes. And then also, um, we, because we are accredited by the American College of Surgeons Commission on Cancer, we are named as a top site. Um, there's a lot of, we have to go through all of these standards ensuring that we are meeting them and ensuring that we are meeting benchmarks that are placed on facilities. And so, um, we are ensuring patients of that top care, that quality care, mm -hmm. um, through those, through through that, knowing that we're accredited by them. And kind of to tag along with what you're saying, I was looking up some information to prepare for our talk today, and something I saw that was really cool for the DDCI is that as of 2018, it looked like there were 478 new cancer cases entered into the cancer registry, and of those, 441 were newly diagnosed and or treated at Phelps Health. Why are those numbers so important for our patients? Because that's pretty large, 441 out of 478 new cases. Yes, so it's important to look at those numbers because a lot of those... Um, um, 
it just shows us year to year how those numbers are changing and we are increasing those numbers. That's not necessarily because cancer is increasing. Mm -hmm. It's because our quality of care is showing through to our community. People are staying at home to get their treatments done. They're not going to St. Louis or Springfield. Exactly. Especially right now with everything going on. Mm -hmm. That is so important for patients to know that they can count on us um, to be doing the top care. And actually, I brought our our numbers for 2019. Oh, cool. Um, So we have 503 Mm -hmm. um, new cases this in 2019. And we're on track. To do similar, to have similar numbers in 2020. Obviously, with COVID and everything, that it's is a little really bit different. A, yes, mm-hmm. it is. But we are we are on track to mm-hmm. increase those numbers and well as as well. And again, that's not saying that cancer is increasing. Mm-hmm. The numbers are increasing. It's just showing yeah. that people are staying here. But even throughout COVID, whenever it kind of really hit back in mid March, the DDCI still continued to care for patients. That was one area that we made sure to keep open so that people could continue to receive care, right? Absolutely. We continued to treat patient, patients. We were definitely careful about um, who could come in. Yes. You know, exactly. As we should have been. Yeah. Sure. So as part of your job, you and the team that you work with, you guys are kind of in charge of sending information to this organization called Commission on Care, which you talked about earlier. What is the Commission on Care? So or the Commission on Cancer. Yes. So Commission on Cancer is a consortium of professional organizations dedicated to improving survival and quality of life for cancer patients through standard setting, prevention, research, education, and the monitoring of comprehensive quality care. They really drive the comprehensive program. Why do they drive that so much? Well, it's so important for um, us to be a unit, mm-hmm. a family. Um, when we're providing cancer care, and that there's communication between surgery, pathology, radiology, financial support, mm-hmm. um, supportive care services in other realms such as nutrition and social services, also radiation oncology and medical oncology, obviously, um, pastoral care, all of those um, are included in mm-hmm. the Commission on Cancer as um, part of um, providing quality care. And I think that's why we do such a great job. Everyone really cares, everyone's really involved, everyone shows up to be part of this um, Yeah, program. one thing whenever you say that, it makes me think about our registration desk, specifically at the DDCI. You walk in and one of the women that works there, her name's Samra, oh, and yes. that's, that's immediately who I think of whenever you say comprehensive care. Samra, I think, know, has always known every single patient's name that has walked through those doors in the time that she's worked at the DDCI. Absolutely. And I think that that is really cool and it really speaks to the DDCI um, comp- comprehensive care because that's how the whole team is. Everybody cares about what you're going through every single step of the way. Well, we have a lot of longevity yes. in our in our cancer program, mm-hmm. in our pa- cancer group. Um, as I said, I've been there 14 years, and that's, yeah. that doesn't even touch some uh-huh. of the other people that have been there. And that's a lot of the reason I have stayed, and I'm so excited mm-hmm. to stay and be here, you know, just as long as, long yeah, as, as, long as, as they'll keep you. No. <laughs> long they as wouldn't get rid of you. Yeah. <laughs> so why is it so important for the DDCI to maintain an accreditation from the Commission on Cancer? Why did we choose them to get an accreditation from? The Phelps Health Delbert Day Cancer Institute is a comprehensive cancer center accredited by the American College of Surgeons Commission on Cancer, as mm-hmm. you said, to earn voluntary 
COC accreditation. A cancer program must meet all COC quality care standards. Right now, there are 38 of them. Wow. To be evaluated, we're evaluated every three years through a survey process, which Mm -hmm. we're having a virtual survey in March. That's kind of different, right? Yes, yes. And we maintain levels of excellence in the delivery of comprehensive patient-centered care. The DDCI earned another three years of accreditation in July of 2017, which we were supposed to have our survey in the middle of COVID. (laughs) So that was pushed a little bit, but we are never worried about that. We always ensure that we are meeting those Mm -hmm. standards um, and going above and beyond, um, documenting like crazy everything that goes on. We Mm -hmm. meet quarterly as a big group. So So you don't just do stuff whenever that three-year mark hits. You're doing stuff continually, right, to make sure whenever that hits, Here's your paperwork. We've done everything we're supposed to be doing because we care that much. Absolutely. That's amazing. I mean, that's the way it's supposed to be, right? Yes. So why is patient care such an important part of the accreditation process? Well, patients with cancer have a multitude of needs, mm-hmm. um, obviously. Um, yeah. Cancer programs must oversee that patients receive appropriate care by qualified professionals. The facility must maintain optimal resources for the care of patients with cancer. And the responsibility is upon the cancer program to appropriately care for those patients and develop criteria relative to the cancer program's available resources and experience. So it's so so important because this is something that the COC has has drastically changed, I would say, Mm -hmm. in the last five to 10 years. They have focused way more on the patient rather than um, the behind-the-scenes stuff. What making, do you think the purpose for that is? Well, I think it's quality of care for patients. Mm-hmm. It's called patient. When in 2016, I believe it was, they came out with new standards and they were labeled as patient-centered standards mm-hmm. rather than data-centered standards. So we used to have to, um, we we always do quality improvement, um, as I mentioned, and so we would look at the past, at old data. To make sure that we're doing this and that correct. But yeah, just now, checking boxes. It was it was more checking boxes, and now it's definitely focused on patients. So I just, I don't think a lot of people realize that we're accredited by the American College of Surgeons, and so I always really try to talk that up because it is so important, and it was a reason, again, that I wanted to work here, not only in the family unit feeling of the cancer program, but also because we are a quality center. We are a top quality center, so... Yeah, if you had to give like an elevator speech about the American College of Surgeons, like what would it be if you were talking to some random stranger and they said, what even is that? Why would, Why do I care about it for the cancer center? Like I could just go up to St. Louis. Well, St. Louis, <laughs> Barnes is also accredited by mm-hmm. the American College of Surgeons. Therefore, they're, we are following the same standards they are. We are we are completing all of the same treatment they are. We are focused on the same benchmarks they are. The benchmarks are all set by the American College of Surgeons and everyone who is going through, um, who is accredited by them is is following those guidelines and, mm-hmm. and meeting those benchmarks. Otherwise, they're not accredited. So wow. that's really cool. Well, and something else I think that we have, and we talk about this a lot on this radio show and on a lot of our podcasts and even our materials and um, what's really unique, again, about Phelps Health is you know the people that are taking care of you. How cool is that? Like, I can walk in, and I know Samra's name. Samra knows my name. We right. know each other now, even though we just met right. today. <laughs> I'll see you on a Zoom meeting or something, and I'll say, oh, hey, Sarah, how's it going? Right. That is so unique. You don't, you may not get that at a, a large health system. Absolutely, and I think that's probably one of the top remarks by patients 
that we see mm-hmm. is I feel like I was being taken care of by my family. I feel like I now know these people and they love me. And it's true. We do. We do love our <laughs> patients. And, um, and we hurt with them. We feel mm-hmm. for them too, you know. So it's, it's a great place to be. So as a medical oncology and infusion center, what are some ways that we support cancer patients? Because, you know, we've been talking a lot about how we have this comprehensive quality care. Let's dive into what those different areas are. Absolutely. So as I said, we have patient-centered care. Um, We have access to clinical trials. We have access to clinical trials that other facilities actually don't have access to. Really? We have access to all clinical trials. So they can open up different clinical trials based on the sites that we see most. So a lot of times the cancer and the clinical trial ladies will Mm -hmm. message us and say, hey, what sites are we seeing right now? Um, Or how many... Um, stage three colon cancers are we seeing? Because I have a trial right now that's open for that. So we'll give them that data, mm-hmm. um, that real-time data, yeah, um, so that they can open that trial mm-hmm. up. So it's really, really neat. Or if the physicians are seeing, oh, we've got a lot of breast cancer right now. Mm-hmm. Um, let's look at what trials we have okay. open. That's a really great um, tool that we have that other places don't. Does it have to be a certain percentage, like a like over ten percent? You know what? I'm actually not sure on that. Okay. I can't speak to that. Yeah, that for just sure. made me think of a question. But that's so. a that's a good question for those clinical trial ladies. Um, we also have patient navigation that helps patients as they're going through from the very very beginning. That patient navigator can even be there sometimes at the biopsy, at the mammogram, if it's a breast cancer patient, mm-hmm. all the way through to ensure that the are um, getting that communication that they were that they need that they want, um, and all the way through and ensuring that they meet with the nutritionist, that they meet with the financial um, help help. Yeah, they so they're need. not navigating it alone. No, no. And then also we have pastoral care, as I mentioned. So if people need that support, mm-hmm. we have social services. So our social worker is amazing. She helps set people up if they need help in their home. You know, mm-hmm. if they need help. Um, talking to their water mm-hmm. people because they yeah, don't have phenomenal. water this month, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so whatever, we also are able to hook them up with financial need uh, or financial help. Um, so and also education. Um, also, I mean, it go the list goes on and yes. on. Um, so I'm just really proud of our cancer center. I'm really proud of how everyone mm-hmm. works together too. The communication is phenomenal. So something else that we have that is really cool is we have support groups. And we also have, um, or we used to have these events, COVID's kind of changed a few things. (laughs) We have these events called Define Your Shine. Yes. Could you talk a little bit about that? So Define Your Shine. So there used to be a program that the American Cancer Society put on. Um, I'm um, a better, I can't remember the exact name of it. (laughs) Well, ours is better. But it is. (laughs) No, they're all phenomenal programs. So we have patients who are going through cancer treatment Mm -hmm. and um, they are able to meet together and with a um, beautician Mm -hmm. um, and are able to, they're able to show them how they can put makeup on, how they can do their hair, how they can put on wigs, Mm -hmm. how they, going through this treatment, I just think it's really important to feel good about yourself Mm -hmm. too. It helps, it has been proven that it helps them get through their cancer treatment Mm -hmm. better. Yeah. Um, And because uh, there are yeah. times whenever you're going through treatment, whether you're male or female, that, that you struggle. And it's, it's really difficult. And even though you have, you know, a support team around you, you may still be struggling emotionally. Absolutely. So this is really 
benefited our patients, and we've had a lot of good, um, good. Yeah, we've had a lot of, yeah, we've had some really great outcomes from it Absolutely. So something else that I don't think we've talked about is our state-of-the-art treatment and equipment. We have some really phenomenal equipment as well. We also have um, certified nurses in oncology. We, like you said, have access to clinical trials. And something else that I think is really cool is um, let's talk a little bit more about the comprehensive care team and like these nurse navigators. Can you talk a little bit about what these nurse navigators do? Sure. So the nurse navigators, as I mentioned, they help patients from the very start of their Mm -hmm. treatment or the not even treatment, very start. And then they ensure that if they have any questions, if they need help with appointments, with setting up appointments, simple Mm -hmm. things like that are very stressful after Mm -hmm. after you've received a cancer diagnosis. So they ensure that surgery, Mm-hmm. Um, radiation oncology, medical oncology, you have a lot of these different appointments yeah. to navigate. And so they they help do that. Um, they also, as I mentioned, hook them up with whatever they're needing. Mm-hmm. Some people don't, um, so it, it just varies from patient to patient. So can you call and like ask your nurse navigator like, hey, they just told me I need to do this with radiation oncology or my nutritionist said that I need to change this in my diet. Like these are my questions that I have. I have no idea what the answers are. Can you help me? Absolutely. So that's that's where they will ensure that they speak to the right person. Um, so for example, I'll give you a personal um, little mm-hmm. note on this. So my grandmother went through mm-hmm. breast cancer okay. and she needed some items. Um, to help her after surgery and and she had no idea where to go she had gone to different pharmacies couldn't find it the nurse navigator was able to help her not only find that but also help with the insurance to ensure that insurance covered that so the nurse navigator i mean also the social worker yeah they all work together we're helping Mm -hmm. her yeah but it's behind the scenes so that the person going through treatment doesn't also have to have to like just finish surgery, going through treatment, doing all of these things to, you know, to get better. They don't have to worry about the stress of figuring out these things sure. because whenever you're stressed, it knocks down your immune system and all you want to focus on is getting better, right? Sure, sure, sure. So um, as we wrap up here, I just want to give you a minute to, again, give, give your perspective. You know, you've been here for 14 years. Why do you care so much about the DDCI and what keeps you coming back to work? Well, I think not. I think just focusing on the patients, how much we focus on the patients. Mm-hmm. Um, at every meeting, we discuss that. At every meeting, we encourage each other. I feel like everyone helps out where they're needed. There have been times where I have stepped in as the secretary, as registration help. There have been times where other people have stepped in and helped me with studies that are going on um, when it wasn't quote, their job. Mm -hmm. Um, However, we just all um, love each other and love our patients. I just feel like it's such a family unit. Mm -hmm. Um, It's such a joy to go into work each day and to feel like I'm making a difference. I think in the cancer registry specifically, I'm really able to help and I love that feeling. It's a great feeling, isn't it? And I, I do have one more follow-up question listening to you talk about this. What would you encourage a patient to do if they have a loved one um, who maybe has a cancer diagnosis and maybe they are going to the DDCI or going somewhere else and they're considering coming to Phelps Health? Well, I mean, call and talk to someone. Mm-hmm. You can call and talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> um, but call in. 
um, I think just discussing, you know, what's what's going on right now. Talk to that social worker. Talk to that mm-hmm. nurse navigator. Also, join the support group. It is phenomenal. Um, and I know a lot of people have grown from that mm-hmm. um, and have really been encouraged by that. It's really helped them emotionally, mm-hmm. physically, everything. So, Okay, I have one more question, yes, too, ma'am. that I forgot to ask earlier. Is our support group still going on? Yes. Um, it is. I know this because I just received an email about it a week <laughs> so or two ago. So it is ago. confirmed. So I believe it's Wednesday evenings. Okay. Um, I think every other Wednesday. Um, but I know our psychosocial person is helping uh-huh. with that. That's another aspect of our care. But um, so I, if they need to know about that support group, they can call the main number for DDCI um, and we can hook them up with Fantastic. the support group. Wonderful. So, Sarah, thank you so much for being here today. You, Absolutely. you're such a joy to have, and you're definitely a professional. <laughs> well, thank you for having so, me. So, everybody, we've been speaking today with Sarah Wiggins, cancer registrar at the Phelps Health Delbert Day Cancer Institute. For more information about the Phelps Health DDCI, visit PhelpsHealth.org. Thank you so much again for being here today. Thank you so much for having me. If you missed part of this show or would like to listen to it again, visit PhelpsHealth.org.